to another episode of the basement bro sports podcast i'm your host ethan and i'm your host elijah and we're back again for another week uh uh some stuff going on in the nfl now um free agency so we're not in full swing but you know they're making moves so it's it's, it's getting it's getting exciting I'm not gonna lie um but let's start off with um big news in the nfl Dak Prescott and the Cowboys agreed to a four-year deal for $160 million. What do you think about the deal? I mean, I think it's past due. I think the last two seasons, um, they've been talking about Dak's contract, Dak's contract, Dak's contract, the whole, all the time. That's what all the shows talk about. Yep. Um I mean, mind you, the Cowboys haven't been relevant for like 25 years. But they stay but in the news. The, they stay in the news. <laughs> so that shows you the staying power, the importance of covering that franchise, and probably how much money they bring to the NFL. So I think it's important that they got to deal with Dak. I think it's overdue because he outplayed his rookie contract. And, I mean, he was making like a million to to outperform like quarterbacks that went before him. So I think it's overdue. I like Dak. I don't like the Cowboys, but I like Dak. And um yeah, I mean I like that his contract's front loaded. You got a sixty sixty million dollar signing bonus, which is insane. Something around there. And then he's gonna make a seventy two million this year, which is gonna make up for a lot of the money that he missed on his first few years in the league. So yeah, I'm happy for him. Um it's a lot of money. I wish them nothing the best. How about you? I wish them absolutely the worst. I hate the Cowboys. The <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Cowboys, but I like Dak Prescott. I'm, I'm glad that he got his money. Um, just just for a, a, a black man to be that face of that franchise, it, it, it's pretty good. I, I like that he got paid. Um, I don't know what they were going to do with that position. I feel like they had to pay him because I don't think they could have done anything else. Like, maybe they could have got a quarterback in the draft, but I don't. They, they, I don't. It's very hard for them to be a Dak Prescott. We don't, we don't know if they're going to be a Dak Prescott. So, I'm just glad they got the deal done. I mean, it's well deserved money. He took them to the playoffs two, two, two of the last four years. Right. And he probably they probably would have went to the playoffs this year if he didn't get injured. So. It's well probably. It's not like they were playing really well before, honestly. Yeah, but I think that they, I, I think they would have picked it up, and 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 it would have been because you got you got to think the Cowboys were still in it to the very end. And I think if they had Dak Prescott, they beat the Giants, and I think I mean, they win. They win I, a lot of the games that they lost if they had Dak Prescott. 
like, at, the end, at the like, end of the stretch the game, when they started playing better. The game that he got injured, they were losing to the Giants, and Andy Dalton actually brought them back. So I don't know if they're beating the Giants and they come back, uh, to be honest. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I think their coaching staff, I don't I don't think their, their defense like their uh, defensive coordinator. They got a new defensive coordinator. So maybe we'll see something out of the Cowboys. Um, like you, I mean, I hope not. But uh, just for that sake, you know, um, hopefully he gets a little bit of success. So uh, justifies the payment in his contract. So at least first or second round playoffs, I hope. I mean, no, no Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, <laughs> if it happens, <laughs> it happens. Uh, I guess I wouldn't be the maddest in the world. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, do you think that they are now threats in the NFC? Uh, I got to see more of their... I got to see more of their um, – well, I got to see what – there's a few things. So I got to see if coaching was the reason why they were that bad on defense or is it just personnel? Because, I mean, personnel-wise, you would think the Cowboys have a really good cast, but they're terrible. Yeah, on, so, paper, on paper, they have one of the best teams in the league. Right, but they're terrible. So I don't know what, what the reason is. I don't know if it's expectation because they're America's team or whatever. I don't know what it is, but – they're really bad. I mean, defensively, they were horrible last season. So, and then also, Dak starts games really slow. Like, very true. They'll go. They'll have a lot of three and outs and stuff, and then they'll be behind, and then he'll put up four hundred yards to come back for for a game that they didn't have a chance to win, and then he'll be averaging like uh, having a crazy average on the season. So I mean, a lot of his stats are in garbage time. But I mean, the two the two years that he did come to the playoffs, he played well. So I mean, but also I don't know. Zeke played well. So right, I think right, it depends right. on Zeke if he can pick things up. Um, I don't, I don't know if there are threats in the NFC, but I know there are threats in the NFC East. <laughs> Getting Dak Prescott I mean, definitely I think- uh, kind of boosts their chance of winning that division. I mean, I think being a threat in the NFC East is a threat in the NFC just off the strength that, you know, you win your division, you go to the playoffs, and then it's every game, any any given Sunday. So, I mean, if, if they can win the division, even though, I mean, I don't even think Dak Prescott gives them a crazy advantage because, I mean, they were just, they were five weeks in, they were just as terrible as every other team in the division. With that, it's not like they added a new player. They just paid a player that they already had. Like, yeah, but, I don't think it really changes all that much. Yeah, I, yeah, like you said, I, I think it depends on um, just seeing if it was actually coaching's fault because they got they have a new defensive coordinator, Dan right. Quinn. So I think that's a definitely yeah. an upgrade from who they had, Mike Nolan. I don't, I don't know if that's an upgrade. Dan Quinn was the coach for the. Falcons, they were terrible. Yeah, but he was he was a defensive coordinator for the Seahawks when they had the Legion yeah, of Boom. But, so Yeah, but I think the Legion of Boom just the personnel was so insane that it didn't I don't think it really mattered who the defensive coordinator was. Because when he didn't have that personnel, they were terrible. The Falcons have been terrible since he's been the coach. And he's the coach for like three, four years. 
Yeah, Even when but they had, had the same top. the Legion of Boom. They had the same. They had the same personnel when Dan Quinn left, and they weren't as good. So they didn't have. They didn't have all of the same personnel. A lot of, yeah, a they lot did. of their players. Their, some of their players left, and they gotten older. I mean, I, I mean, I. If you're, if you're, I feel like, all right, he had a good stint as a. He had one blimp as a good, with with good people, but he also has had a very long stint with. With very, I mean, but he was a head. Very I'm, underwhelming. I think being a head coach and being a defensive coordinator are two different things. Like you have to manage a whole team as opposed to a group, a unit. And then his yeah, defense I mean, and Falcons weren't. It wasn't as nearly as good as the Seahawks. Yeah, but I don't think that I don't think that's necessarily true. There's defensive minded coach. Bill Belichick is the best defensive minded coach, and he he calls the defense. He. He but facilitates, facilitates, but our uh, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is known as a defensive coach. So that's why I'm saying, like, even you saying Dan Quinn, Pete Carroll himself is a defensive minded coach. And his so, defense was horrible this year. Yeah, but there's there's multiple things that go into a defense being horrible. There's there's personnel and there's coaching. So they could they do you know anybody on the Seahawks defense? I know Bobby Wagner, KG, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Jamal Adams, Carlos Dunlap, Shaquem Griffin. Um, oh, yeah, there's some players. There's some. There's some solid players on that defense, and they were still historically bad. <laughs> all right. I mean, uh, yeah. I guess I'll give, I'll give it to you, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think Dan Quinn is the answer. I don't just because he was on the Legion of Boom. With historically great football players, <laughs> and yeah, Cam Chancellor, like, <laughs> like he had he had a squad, like, and I feel like ever since then he hasn't been able to even come close to replicating that. The the Falcons have had cons- consistently terrible defenses since he's been the head coach, so I don't I don't I don't put too much stock into him being the co- the defensive coordinator during the Legion of Boom and Pete Carroll's also also a defensive minded coach. Like so I, I don't I don't know. Um because I also hear that Pete Carroll puts together a lot of the defensive game plans. So I don't know how much you can just say that it's Dan Quinn. But we'll I mean yeah. we'll see. We'll see. They could get better. Um I mean they have personnel. So well apparently I don't I mean I don't know how to feel about their corners, but I mean Diggs is all right. Yeah, but take things is young. They don't have a, they don't have any veteran corners. So and uh their linebackers are overrated. Um Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so Andrew and Jalen Smith, they're definitely overrated. Yeah, they're super overrated. Um but that's what happens when you're a cowboy. You're overrated. <laughs> so naturally. You have like a good season, you're supposed yeah, to be projected Super Bowl, Super Bowl every year according right, to the Cowboys so. fans. <laughs> So I mean, I think they I think they have a chance to be NFC contenders. But I mean, when I really sit down and think about the situation, I mean, all they changed was coaching. So it's really going to give us a chance to see if their players are just bad or if it's coaching. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. You know, we'll see. I mean, they've gone through a lot of coaches. I mean, not a lot. I mean, they've gone through three head coaches. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I definitely uh, 
I'm interested in seeing how the NFC is going to, NFC East specifically, how that's going to play out. Because it's going to be interesting to see. We're still waiting on our quarterback. <laughs> We're still waiting on our quarterback, so. We'll see. I need to go get Deshaun, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I. I don't even, think we're going even to if y'all don't trade Deshaun, y'all have like a whole bunch of first. I mean, even if y'all don't trade Chase Young, y'all have a whole bunch of first rounders on the defensive line that y'all can trade and still keep Chase Young. I mean, your defensive line won't be as crazy, but you'll have a quarterback. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that though. <laughs> we're probably just going to draft a quarterback. We'll see though. Yeah. But all right, listen. Moving on to uh, the Patriots, Cam Newton. And the Patriots agreed to a one-year deal worth $13.6 million. Do you think Cam will start week one? And if you think he does, do you think Cam has a stronger second year? Um, I think he'll start just because the amount of money they gave him. They gave him $13 million. Um, Unless they draft a quarterback, I don't think they'll sign a big quarterback and have their backup quarterback making $13 million. Um, I mean, I know it's not a lot for quarterbacks, but I think – I think they gave him. I mean, he was making one million last year. I mean, yeah. unless they just gave him thirteen million because you know, our, you rode out a season with us and we like you. But I, I mean, Bill Belichick doesn't do stuff like that. <laughs> so, I think, I think they're just gonna give Cam another shot and try to get weapons around him. Yeah. And then worst things, worst comes to worst, they end up. And worst comes to worst, they end up. Um, having a few more weapons and then they can always get a quarterback if they suck again. Yeah. So I think that's probably what they're going to do. Unless they want to move up and try to get a quarterback in this draft. I mean, they always talk about they're like next year's quarterback draft class is going to be good, but they say that every year. And then someone has a good year. And it's in like the other football. Bus. Right. And then, or there's like three or four other people that start having a really good year. And then they're talking about, oh, my God, I haven't seen a prospect like this since blank. Like, it happens every year. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Because, I mean, all of a sudden, Mac Jones is really big. I mean, nobody was talking about him. Like, because uh, Tua and Jalen and then Jalen Hurts was there. So, no one was talking about him. He's been there for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, he's top. I mean, it's the first time he gets to start, of course. But it's like, you don't know who's going to be – you don't know who's who's been playing behind Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence has been playing. Yeah. So, like, you don't know who these backup quarterbacks are going to be in and how they're going to look. So, I mean, it's easy to say. And then also, you just never know how somebody's going to play in the NFL. I feel like a lot of quarterbacks, young quarterbacks now, are just getting more exposure. There's quarterback camps. There's just so many things where people can develop their game and get used to getting exposure and being under the pressure of playing in the NFL and able to translate their stuff into NFL stuff. There's a lot more Mahomes-like, Kyler Murray-type players that are mobile and can throw in the run that are coming out of um, college, like, every year. So, Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, there's a lot of quarterbacks that, um, like, like you said, like quarterbacks in college that come from great programs where they don't have to do much. They have the – top ranked receivers in the league i mean in the uh country five star receivers on their on their roster and five star linemen and five star running backs so they don't really have to do much like a mac jones 
So it was like once they once they come to the uh, once they come to the NFL and they're going against um, great teams and they're you're they're playing with third round picks and fifth round picks. It's it's a lot different than college. So right, I think, right. and it's just a it's a lot of variables. It's like you go to the wrong team that has a bad coach and a bad O line, and you're gonna look terrible. So, right, right, right. There's it, a little bit of luck that goes into the draft process for the player and the team. Yeah. Um, but um, I also think as far as you know, do you think he'll have a stronger second year? I mean, that's the thing. I don't really know which Cam we're gonna get because before he got COVID, he he, he looked pretty good. And then he came back, and he looked terrible. So, I mean, I don't know what type of Campbell going to get. I mean, he talks – Cam is a great talker. He said he's going to, you know, come back and play better. But, I mean – and, I mean, he also will have a year to, like, get to play with these receivers and figure some things out. So, if he maybe if he learns that system, maybe he is playing better next year. And we're able to see flashes of the Cam we saw in the first two weeks. Um. But I mean, if he plays anything like how he played after he came back from COVID, um, yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be hard to watch. I mean, I like Cam Newton. Yeah, I like Cam too. I think that I think he's gonna start in like oh, in week one. I think it just depends on if the Patriots get a quarterback in the draft. I think they're what like fifteen. If they get a right. quarterback, they if they get a quarterback that they like, it's a possibility that Cam won't start. I mean, I think all I feel like all the good the good quarterbacks will be gone by fifteen. Honestly, I mean, maybe the the South Dakota State quarterback or is it South Dakota State? Yeah, yeah, North North Dakota State. North Dakota uh, Trey, State. Trey Trey uh, Trey Lance, but yeah, they've been Trey talking Lance. about him. They've been talking about him a lot too. So people like him too. They like he's getting Josh Josh Allen comparisons. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. I mean, there's only a few teams. I mean, no, I guess there's a, a a lot a lot of teams that, but there's not that many teams that need quarterbacks. I'm about to look up the draft order right now, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe the Broncos. If the Broncos are ahead of them, maybe the Broncos could get them. But the but there's there's also other quarterbacks too that people want to get. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, there's a uh, uh, I've been here about Zach Zach Wilson. You know, Mac Jones. Of course, uh, Justin Trevor Lawrence, Fields. Justin Fields, right. So it's like there's like four or five quarterbacks. So, he, I mean, he may, may make it to 15 if he's on the board. Or the Patriots could trade up. Yeah, that's true. Because you have the Jets. You have the Jets that um need a quarterback. Miami doesn't need one. The Falcons might draft a quarterback just, just in case um, Matt Ryan has a bad year. Um, you guys might draft a quarterback. No, nah, I mean Detroit might week, draft one. Carolina's definitely getting a quarterback. I don't know Denver. if it's just if it's just lip service, but this week, um, uh, our owner said that um he he, he ordered the team not to not to not draft to, um not to get a quarterback. Yeah, so he basically said that he wants he wants the GM to build around uh Jalen Hurts. Okay, that's I mean that's good news, right? Yeah, it's good news for me. I'm happy. I mean, the worst thing, worst, worst outcome, Jalen Hurts is bad. Then I mean, and we now we know. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a possibility that all five quarterbacks could be gone by the time the pick. But I don't think. I don't know. I might. Mac Jones might go fifteen because there's a lot of great players in this draft other than quarterbacks. Yeah, so. right, right. There's a lot of skill players, um, good receivers. So it's like it, there's a chance they can get a quarterback fifteen. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, also, but the Patriots don't really like paying. I feel like the culture, the Patriots have gotten used to not paying big money for quarterbacks. So I don't know if they want to go down that rabbit hole of trying to get a new person. Cause not everybody's going to be like Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady taking pay cuts. His wife's rich. He like, it's okay with not making as much. Cause all he wants to do is win. I don't know if, I don't know if young players, they're going to have to, if they're, if they get a good prospect, they're going to have to pay that. Per, I'm pretty sure that person's representation is going to want to get paid. And I don't know if the Patriots are used to that. So I mean, that maybe maybe that's something they're thinking about, and you know, they're thinking about down the line too. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I think I think Bill Belichick has has always been used to just getting whoever comes to his team and making the best out of them. Yeah. And I feel like he thinks that he can do that with quarterback too. At this point. Yeah, I, I definitely think he thinks that his his scheme can win win lots of games, especially right. when you've. But I mean, when you play with the greatest quarterback of all time, though, so it's easy to think right. that way. <laughs> but I mean, I, th- I I I think that he thinks that he made him the greatest quarterback. Yeah, of all yeah, time. yeah. Right. Definitely, his ego definitely thinks that. Yeah. Right. So. But um, I mean, yeah, I think Cam Cam could definitely have a stronger second year where he can at least not not be MVP, of course, but at least like be very effective where he's winning winning games and they can at least go at least like ten and six. But they also need to get talent around him because they don't have any receivers and um, he has no help offensively. And then we don't know what they're going to do defensively because a lot of their players are like not a lot of their players, but like. Stefan um Stephen Gilmore, he's like a free agent and I don't know if they paid him did I don't know if they paid right. him yet. So and that's the right. best player on, on the Patriots. <laughs> so I mean he's supposed to leave this year. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore. He's Yeah, I mean they they've been speculating that he's not gonna put he's not gonna be there next year. He's probably gonna leave. But we'll see. I mean I mean, I know a lot of players. Um, they're just saying a lot of players are going to end up probably taking a because this is their the cap is going to be lower for a year. A lot of players are going to be on like one year deals, so they could. Uh, so next year, when they when they redo their TV deal and the cap goes up, teams will have more money to pay players long term. So, a lot of teams might get be able to get some stars for like one year. You know, and just test it out. Yeah. I think, so. yeah, yeah. I definitely think that, um, I think, the, I think the Patriots get better next year. Like, they're, they're, they're not, of course, they're, they're not going to be better than the Bills, in my opinion, but they're, they're going to be competing with the Dolphins to, for a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't like forget that a lot of their players opted out. Yeah. A lot of their defensive players, defensive basically, stars yeah, their star, yeah, out. their star defensive players opted out and they left. Right. So, so it's like that, that has a lot to do with it. I mean, they just need players on offense because 
I mean, I don't even know who Patriots tight ends are. And the Patriots have always been known to have good tight ends. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They have some. They had some bus receivers, so hopefully they can get somebody in free agency or a draft to help Cam out. So, right. All right. Um, All right. Well. Yep. Yeah. Moving on to the NBA. Uh, the Nets. The Nets signed Blake Griffin to a veterans minimum contract. Um, what are your expectations for him in Brooklyn? Um, I think he, you know he extends extends the floor. He doesn't really add anything else. I mean, I guess he can rebound. Um, he can he can help them play small. Um, but I feel like they're already doing that with Jeff Green. But I mean, I guess if they play small ball, I think I think Blake Griffin's a little taller than Jeff Green. Um, yeah, he's like probably one inch, <laughs> maybe one inch taller. Yeah, I think Jeff, I think Blake Griffin's six ten. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Green's six eight. Yeah, so I guess he adds a little bit of length on that side. I don't know how good of a defensive player he is anymore. I don't think he's that good of a defensive player right now. But, I mean, maybe he changes his game and has to adjust for that. He definitely doesn't have the athleticism that he had anymore. So He has he no dunks. A... Right. <laughs> no dunks this year. <laughs> so he's going to probably be an ex- exclusively a, a three-point shooter for your team. And I think that, I mean, that's really – I mean, they need rim protection, of course, but they can always use more three-point shooting because, I mean – the three players that they have can get to the basket anytime they want. Like, so there, it's always good to have somebody who can just knock down a three. Yeah. Um, and you know, Ben Griffin's also played in big playoff games. I mean, he's never played in the finals or anything, but he's played in big playoff games. So, I mean, he, he also wasn't. He's never really shot three pointers in big playoff games. But I mean, I mean. Maybe the poise and stuff that goes into shooting, you know, maybe he can hit those big shots for them in big playoff games because he's been there before. But, I mean, then he also hasn't really shot <laughs> in playoff games before. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But he's also with DeAndre Jordan, which is, like, they're, like, close friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I think – I don't really think it adds anything to be completely honest. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just the fact that, now they have Blake Griffin. Is this another name to yeah. add to the all already insane lineup of yeah. superstar players? I have no idea what to expect from Blake Griffin. I don't. Right. I don't know what he adds to this team. I mean, right. he adds three point shooting, I guess, but it's like he's not that great of a three point shooter. He's kind of like um, prior to this season, though. He was last season. He's pretty good from the three point line. They have a pretty high three point percentage. Yeah, um, but if you're gonna like, if they're, I don't, I don't know what like if he's just gonna be a bench player or if they're gonna have like a a lineup specific for him. Like you know, if they want to end the game and they want to go small, he's in there. Yeah, I, think I don't know if, if he's a both, defender. I don't never really saw Blake Griffin as a defender. He's kind of like right. kind of like a shot blocker because of his you know his athleticism, but he doesn't really have athleticism like that anymore. Right. So I I kind of just see him as a stretch four now. Right. I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um. Yeah, he not, he doesn't really do anything for them. I think they're already good. They just added a player. They're just filling their roster at this point. 
Yeah. Uh, gives her, I, I guess it helps them because they have depth. Yeah, I think they could have gone after a actual center. Maybe that would have been better, but I mean, yeah, like I, like it just adds another name. Yeah, I mean, they still, have, they still have time to get another player, though. I mean, uh, PJ Tucker just got released. I mean, PJ Tucker's not a center, but I mean, he, he was playing yeah. center. <laughs> yeah, PJ Tucker's. I think if they had PJ Tucker, that's more effective because he's a defender, yeah, and he can PJ, guard. Oh, and he can PJ guard Tucker, fours a, in in fives. <laughs> they had PJ Tucker. That's a problem. Yeah, that's that's uh, more effective than Blake Griffin. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. So you you say you don't you don't think that makes them a bigger threat. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I really. I don't expect. I don't expect anything from Blake Griffin. Like, I he doesn't. That doesn't scare me. So, you know, even though the the Nets are, they're scaring me right now. But I'm not even gonna lie. I saw them play. I saw them play the Celtics Thursday. Uh, yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie put up the forty piece. Yeah, Kyrie. Kyrie played insane that game. I I I, yeah, but- I was watching the game. I don't remember miss, seeing him miss a shot. <laughs> like I, I, when I looked at the screen and he shot it, he made it every time. I also, but I also think that the Celtics have been playing really like they're underwhelming. Yeah, they weren't. They're, they weren't. They didn't really play that well. I mean, they have Marcus Smart back. Um, their right. team is healthy again, so I mean, hopefully they can get things back on on on. You know, give things back on in place, but uh, they didn't look that they didn't look that good that game. Right. Um. Okay, so the All Star game happened on Sunday. Did you watch it? And if you watched it, what did you think about it? I watched. I watched all the um, All Star festivities i watched all the um, the skills competition three-point competition all-star game dunk contest um the best part of the night was honestly a three-point contest in my opinion yeah. uh mike conley versus steph was interesting yeah i didn't expect mike conley to 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 be that i didn't expect him to shoot that well i thought it would be zach levine versus steph but mike conley went crazy so I kind of wish like that was the main event, like better more than the dunk contest. But I understand why they put the dunk contest at halftime. Yeah, usually the dunk contest is bigger. That dunk contest was uh, it was boring, lackluster, it was boring, very boring. Yeah, they're doing dunks that I've seen people do years. Like I've seen people do all of these dunks. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I don't know. It was weird. Um, my favorite part of the night was the All Star game. I like the all-star game. I really like the format. And then the shooting from Steph and Dame, oh, my goodness. It's just – I think I like shooting more than I like big dunks. I mean, unless when somebody when somebody dunks on somebody, I mean, that's a different ball game. But I think, like, just shooting from range, from distance, is just so crazy. fun to watch. Nah, that just... It's fun to watch somebody just stop, take a step over half court, <laughs> and just shoot, the jump, shoot a jump shot as if they were shooting a regular three-point jump shot. Encashing it, yeah, yeah. The Steph and Dame going back and forth, shooting half court threes, but that that was crazy, bro. That All Star game I... just shows you how different the NBA is now. Like Dame is shooting half court threes like they're regular jumpers, and he's cashing it... them. 
if the, if if Steph, we need to talk about this because if Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, what is Damian Lillard? Yeah, Dame's. <laughs> I, I said that. I, I was definitely saying that on All Star. I was I was at um I was at my friend's house and we were watching the game. I was like, yo, we need to start putting Dame in in the greatest shooter of all time conversation. We definitely have to. He has to be. He ended the he game in a halftime jumper. Not he didn't even. It looked effortless. Like I don't like if he because he, he has can do to be everything. top five shooters of all time, bro. I he can do every move, maybe not as easy. I think his like Steph's jump shot just looks like it's easy for Steph, like it's like an afterthought. But when when it comes to distance, uh, Damian Lillard's shot from distance looks easier. Like it looks like he's shooting a set shot. Yeah, Steph looks like he's Steph looks like I think. Steph has more control than it looks like he has. Yeah. But it looks like he's shooting a half-court shot. You know, when you shoot half-court shots and you run and jump? Yeah. And it looks like Steph is doing that, like leaning forward. Dame is just shooting the shot straight up. Like, he's going straight up and shooting it as if he's taking a regular jump shot. Yeah, I mean, I'm I sure Steph's – I think I'm sure Steph's, like, three-point percentage career-wise is higher than Dame. Yeah. But I think Dame – can now Damon's at a point where he can hit almost every shot Steph can hit. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think the way I just I think that's just Steph's jump shot. Like even when he's shooting us, like sometimes when he's shooting a three, it looks like he's trying hard as hell to make the three. Right, but, right, right. But it's really effortless for him. So I think that's just really his jump shot. But I think they can shoot just as far as each other. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely Dame is now in the conversation of greatest shooters of all time. Definitely. No doubt about it, for sure. But the the dunk contest, I think I think we've just set the bar too high for a dunk contest. Where we've oh. seen we've seen people do more impressive dunks, and then we're we're kind of like, cause cause if we think like the dunks that they were doing were impressive, it's just that we've seen better dunks. I think, I think just, that I people think, are just aren't like getting creative. Like they're not trying hard to be creative. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I, that's what it is. I think just the contestants aren't being creative enough. But the Zach Levine, the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, those that was that was just a few years ago. And I at that point, before that dunk contest, their first one, I didn't, I thought the dunk contest was dead. I I thought like, all right, we've seen every dunk someone can do. And then they literally just brought new life to the dunk contest. I just think that this year's pool, whether it was like, it probably was short notice or something. Yeah. Like, they didn't just have enough time to like plan for the dunk contest just because where everything is going on. But like, I, it's just, they were doing like regular dunks, like under the leg, between the legs. And Kenny was like, that's a 10. I was like, bro, I see that dunk like every year. Yeah, Zach Levine has done every dunk that all of them did. Did bro right? <laughs> so I mean, I I, I guess it, it's it's cool just to watch the dunk contest, but like it was it was it wasn't they weren't doing anything special. I did like some of the dunks, like the the person who won um um what's his name Simmons. Yeah, he he the dunk where he where he picked up where he uh got it from the taller rim and then dunked it in. Yeah. I, that was pretty it was a pretty impressive dunk cuz he got high. yo he jumps high yo. I didn't know he can jump high. I didn't know he can do that. I didn't know he I didn't know yet. I watched Blazers games. I never even knew he had hops. <laughs> I, I had no idea he could dunk. I thought he was just like, I thought he was a shooter. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was a shooter, and I thought he was a bit of a playmaker. I seen him pass. He he, he passes okay, and he can shoot. But it's like I had no idea he can dunk. That's another reason why I said the Blazers coach needs to get out of here because he's not utilizing his team's talent. But that's a, that's a tangent. A tangent. Anyways, <laughs> he, he he he. I didn't even know he he was a dunker, and I think that should be on more display when they play. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that um, was crazy. Right, and then um, I, I guess we can move on from the uh, All Star game because I mean, besides that, I mean, the actual All Star game was interesting. Yeah, it was cool seeing LeBron play with Steph for like the few minutes that they played together. Yeah, LeBron shout out. Yeah, uh, brought um, Giannis sixteen for sixteen was impressive. I mean, he was banking those threes. Yeah, and he was, it was all more. really dunks and layups. I I think Steph should have been MVP, but I, I understand he went 16 for 16, so I get it. Yeah, I mean, he's the first player ever to do that. Yeah. I, they had to give it to him. Yeah, but I think I mean, it, it definitely should have been is, Dame or Steph. That's what I said. The crazy thing is Dame had more points than both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize Dame's points were so, like, quick. I didn't even realize he had the most points. I don't, yeah, yeah. Were, like he was just because I think it was just the threes. He didn't take that many shots, but it was threes. All the threes were adding up. Yeah, like he he took a lot of shots in bunches, and like he would just open like get to open space and just shoot an open three a lot. He's yeah, he's a bucket. Yeah, team, um, LeBron is definitely the greatest. I mean, I've, although we haven't seen any other All Star GMs, but LeBron and Giannis and KD and Steph, but LeBron is undefeated, so. He knows how to pick. Yeah. He knows how to pick all star all stars, right? And they both pick it from talent a talent pool of crazy teams. Yeah. So, all right, all right, cool. Um, let's move on to the move on to uh, Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. um, the front runner MVP. Oh, got terrible news last night. He got injured. I saw him go down. And uh, I was worried because I was right before the game. He was playing out his mind. <laughs> I mean, right before the injury, he was playing out his mind. And um, apparently, he has a bone bruise, and he's gonna be out for two to three weeks. Um, they said uh, he, he. I mean, it could have been worse, but I mean, hopefully, he's back soon. And um, hopefully, it's not too bad. But I mean, he was cooking. Who were they playing? Um, they were playing. Who were they playing last night? Um. Uh, uh they were playing the 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 Wizards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Got you. Got you. Yeah. I yeah. Think and then. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. And then. Um. I don't know if you saw the little video. Uh, this time right now, but the the dude was like, ah, Ben Simmons is one of the most. Overrated players. Who said that? <laughs> I was like, what? The announcer, the person who was calling the Wizards game. See, he's one of the most overrated players. <laughs> he said he's one of the most overrated players, and as a result, him being overrated, um, people haven't been looking at how well Tobias Harris has been playing. I just thought it was interesting that he called him overrated. Like, that's crazy. I don't know. Mm. He's kinda. 
kind of is. He's not overrated, but he's not. He's not. He's not as good as he he should be. That's that's what I would say. He's not overrated, but he's definitely not as good as he 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 could be. I mean, I, I think that's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's averaging basically sixteen, eight, and seven, which I guess is underwhelming. But he, I mean, he shoots he shoots fifty seven percent from the field. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but I mean, he guess, also takes all his best, all his shots at the rim. And he's six ten. Yeah, and, I mean, and I, like people, he's guarding like people shorter than him and not as strong as him. So it's kind of like a Giannis I mean, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's it is a, it's it's he's like a Giannis type player. Um, Giannis averages more points, but I think he averages you know more assists. Yeah, and I mean, I think he even shoots a higher percentage than Giannis. So I mean, I mean he also has a, a MVP caliber caliber player as a teammate. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't call him overrated though, but it, yeah, it's I mean, fair I to say that he's not he's, he's he's not as good as he should be. That's that's I think that's a fair take. I mean, but, I don't I mean I think you can say that. I feel like you can say that about everybody though. I mean, I don't think that's not really saying anything. I think a lot of players aren't as good as they should be. You know what I mean? I was like, that doesn't really say anything. You know what I mean? I think he's a good player. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah, fair enough. But yeah, back like, to uh, Embiid, I think. I mean, I'm I'm I, when I saw it, I thought it was a lot worse than it it is because the way he fell, I thought he like you know tore his ACL or something or tore his uh, right. Achilles. Right. But I mean, it's just it's a it's a bruise. But I mean, it's just a long. Adding to the long list of injuries he's gone through, so I think he'll be fine. Right. I, mean, I think I think he'll be fine. I hope it doesn't mess up his. I hope it doesn't mess up his MVP. It probably will. Oh, it definitely will. Cause bronze coming. Bronze yeah, coming. Bronze about, to, bronze about to go crazy now that. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I don't know how much this hurts you guys, but you guys lost Caruso last night. I don't know when he's coming that, back. That, we're good. Um, Very good. Hey, it's, just Caruso, it's just a head contusion. It's just a head contusion. It's basically a concussion. He's, he'll be fine. Right. Um. And then um. Yeah. I. I besides besides that, I mean, I I wanted him to win the MVP at this point because he's just playing so well. But I mean, I don't think it will happen anymore. I mean, it depends. It it depends on if he comes if he comes back and and averages at least like thirty and twelve, he could still win it. It 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 really just depends on how LeBron and Jokic and um just it depends on how everybody else plays. I mean, I think LeBron's right. gonna ramp it up. If LeBron goes crazy in this stretch, then yeah, he he it's no hope for him. Right. Right. Okay. Um. And then, uh, so moving on, which team do you think has been the biggest disappointment this year? As I would, far as basketball teams, yeah. Mm, I want so I, I'm I've been going between the Celtics. I've I've been going against the Celtics and the and the Nuggets, but I I'd have to lean towards the, the Celtics just because they're they're in the East. The East isn't. 
it's not as competitive as we thought it would it was going to be before the season started. They they should easily be the third or fourth seed because they're obvious they're not they're not better than um they're not better than the the Sixers and they're not better than the Nets. But I think I think they can they they should be at least equal or better than the Bucks at least. So I think they should be at least the third or fourth seed, and they've just been underperforming. I know it's been injuries, but it's also like you have your two best players, so you you should at least be winning games as opposed yeah, to yeah. just like underperforming. I I was thinking the Celtics too, but the the two teams for me is between the Mavericks, the Mavericks, and the Pelicans. Okay. That was okay. Um, okay. Mavericks. The Mavericks are the eighth seed in the West right now, and the Pelicans are the twelfth. And I don't know. I just thought the Mavericks would make a, uh, you know, step forward. I mean, they're getting better though. They're on the. They're starting to figure it out. But they started off the season really bad. Um, granted, they did lose. They did. T- uh, you know, they traded away Steph Curry. I mean, Seth Curry. Which is a big piece to their team. I don't know why they did that, um, but I mean, besides that, I, like I, I don't know. I thought they would be better this season, at least better than the Spurs. I mean, yeah. Or I thought they'd be up in like the fourth or fifth seed part, like the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. I thought they'd be fourth or fifth seed. Really? Um, in the West. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect the Suns to be number two. I didn't expect the Jazz to be number one. <laughs> So I expected them to be like maybe fourth or fifth, like in that in that range. Like I thought it was probably gonna be the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. Then you know it'd be like between fourth or fifth, it'd be somewhere like the Mavericks, um, Jazz, uh, and like you know maybe the Trailblazers or something. Like I thought I thought the teams that are high last year were just gonna move up. But I mean, the Suns have t- obviously taken a big leap, and the Jazz are number one. I mean, I don't think I don't think fourth or fifth is that surprising for them to uh, for an expectation for them. You look at the the West. I mean, no, yeah, I mean, me, no one could yeah. tell me they, no one could tell me, no one could tell me they expected the Jazz to be number one and they expected the Suns to be number two. So if you just move all the other teams up, I mean, that would leave them at six. But I think they're just as good. I mean, I think, I think they're around where the Spurs and Trailblazers could be. So I mean, that would put them around four or five. Like I don't, I don't think that's that surprising. And no, it's surprising. It's surprising to me. I didn't think. I thought they would be like around where they were last year, seven or eight. I well, what I, teams, I think they lost because they, they lost Seth, and they didn't really get it, anybody though. else. They didn't get anybody back though. Yeah, but then they played. Place. I think in the playoffs they, they played really. They played really well. They played the Clippers really well, and I just assume that they're going to be, you know, nice. Like, I mean, if you take, if you take the Jazz, I mean, I think I thought they were going to be somewhere around where the Jazz were. Like, and last season the Thunder were the fourth, was the fourth seed in the West. I mean, I, I, like, I don't think that's surprising at all. I, um, I just didn't think I didn't I mean they didn't they didn't add anybody so I just thought they were just gonna be the same team they were last year I mean I mean Luke I thought yeah, Luke was gonna get better but I mean this team right. I, team's not that right. this I team's mean, not that good but I think the team 
I mean, I, a large part of the team is Luca. So I think Luca getting better is like you know is a big deal for the team. I mean, I, I, I mean, I definitely think they're going to end up being like seven or six. Um, they're moving up. Um, they're only they're only two. Um, they're they're a game behind the Spurs, and two games behind the Trailblazers. And like so, I mean, the, the teams are making a different like. It's not really that much of a difference between, you know, the – I mean, even from the, the – like, I mean, the fourth to sixth seed, the fourth to eighth seed, I mean, there are just a few games difference between those teams. So it's not like um, they're, like, out of it completely. But mm-hmm. I just thought they would be better. I mean, same for the Pelicans. I thought the Pelicans had – the Pelicans have a little bit – if you look at their personnel, they have a – They have a solid on paper. Squad. Solid. Yeah, on paper they have a squad, but I mean they're just not. I mean, they just don't play defense. I think he's so, also I coaching. Mean, their coach, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Stan Van Gundy fits their style. Like, I like I Van Gundy. F- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think he has. I think for him, I think he just needs. I don't know. I just, I don't, I didn't really see him fitting the the personnel that they have. I think um, they need like a young coach that's like kind of a running gun team. You know how like, you know how that's like the thing. Uh, that's the know. thing. They play run and gun. They just don't play defense. <laughs> Teams outscore them because they don't play defense. Yeah, but they also like they. They're they're not really, they're not kind of like a not really like a type of team that goes like shot for shot with you kind of like they they do but it's like. I don't know. They're weird, bro. I, I think if they would have, they should have got like Tom Thibodeau. They they should have got like a coach like him. How they has the Knicks they have playing? The, they have the personnel and the length to be able to play defense really well. Like I mean, I don't. If I feel like if Brandon Ingram tried to play defense, he could play defense. And I feel like if Zion tried to play defense, oh yeah, he, he could be a pretty good. Yeah. He could be a pretty good defensive player. You already know that Lonzo Ball is a good. Defensive player because he's a good defensive player with the Lakers. It's like being on the team together. They all have just stopped playing defense. <laughs> like they have a defensive team. If you look at Lonzo Ball, they have Stephen Adams, they have Eric Bledsoe, Josh even Hart. JJ Reddick plays pretty good defense. Jackson Hayes. Like, they yeah, have they a have defensive length. team. Yeah, you're right. They just don't play defense. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like if they if they play defense, they they be a much better team. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, I agree with your, uh, I agree with the Pelican sport. They definitely should be better than 12th seed. I just don't know about the, I don't know. I don't know about the, the Mavericks. I kind of just, I, I kind of saw them exactly where they are right now. I mean, at one point, the Mavericks were the 12th seed. <laughs> they just started winning and they moved up. Yeah. I, um, I had the Lakers number one, Clippers number two, Nuggets. I had the Suns around four. Really? You had the Suns at four? Yeah, you saw what Chris I mean, you saw what Chris Paul did with the Thunder. I, they would be better with the Suns. I mean, that's true. That's fair. I mean, I had I, them that's around a good, four. That's a safe assumption. I had the uh, Blazers around five, six, Jazz around six. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe the Mavericks seven, and then I don't know the Warriors eight. Yeah, but a lot of those, a lot of those teams that you named, like the Blaze, like the Jazz and Blazers, before the season, I would have thought the the Mavericks were in the mix of those teams. I would have thought the Mavericks were 
at the level of those teams. Right, but it just seems like those teams are much better than the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see. I can see why you thought. I I didn't think that, but I can see why you thought that. Just because how they played last year, the Jazz were they not? They didn't. They weren't nearly as good as that they they were this year. Yeah, like being them being the number one seed in the. Yeah, they that only was definitely lost a surprise. Nine games. That was a surprise. <laughs> they haven't lost ten games yet. This is crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. The Jazz are playing really um, well. We'll see you in the um, playoffs. Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean the playoffs is gonna be a rude awakening for them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this goes to a, a more of a historic question when it comes to the NBA. Who's the greatest NBA player with no ring? Who you got? Mm-hmm. You talking about ever or retired? I think it doesn't. I feel like now. Oh, that's I mean, a good question. Really do it now. Yeah. Um. Now nah, we can do retired. We can do retired now. Yeah. Retired. Okay. Go for it. Um, I I think I'd have to give it either AI or Tracy McGrady. I think Tracy McGrady. Yeah. I I'm, I'm, I want to go Tracy McGrady. I'm, I'm gonna go Tracy McGrady just because of how great of a scorer he was, and just all around player he was. He was a like a great, very great player. He I'll just, give it to AI. Oh, yeah, I'll go I'm not mad at that though. I will give I'm, it to I'm Tracy. AI only because Tracy McGrady had good players on his team, and he never made it past the first round. Yeah. AI had nobody on his team, and he made it to the finals. Yeah. So uh, I just feel like AI was elite on a level of his own. I mean, AI had great players, but I mean, he didn't have. Nah, great, he didn't have others. He has he the worst other team. Scores on his team. He has the worst supporting right. cast. Either him or LeBron has the worst supporting cast to go to the finals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and he took his team to the finals, and he was the only team to beat that. Give one, give one loss to that Lakers team yeah. that beat every other team on the path to the finals. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I would say I would just say Tracy McGrady just for his playing, just for the way he played. Like he was just a, such a, a great player, like scoring, scoring, passing. Like all around player, Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady was he was OC. I mean, I would say I, I agree, but I would say who is who is AI gonna pass the ball to? <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I I think <laughs> nah. That's why I, I, I that's why I can't get mad because I mean AI should definitely be the number yeah, one Kyle choice. Corver, I guess Eric Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. I mean AI. Should, I can't be mad. AI is definitely he should be the number one choice, but I just I think that um, Tracy McGrady had the most potential and didn't win the ring. I I don't think I think that he should have done more. He didn't do more, but I think um, I think he's just like AI is a better player, but I think Tracy McGrady is probably number two to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um. You want to go to the next topic? Yeah. Uh, right. Is Derrick Rose the biggest what-if story in NBA history, in your opinion? Um, I say no, because Glenn Bias died. Yeah. Ooh. I think Glenn Bias is the biggest what-if story because he was supposed to be 
a monster. <laughs> and, you know, he just he got drafted, but he just never played a game. So Ooh. probably unbiased. Yeah, and he was going to he was going to the Celtics. He's going to the right. Celtics the year that they won the championship. Right. That year so the Celtics won the championship. He would have been a monster. Yeah, I think them. if he was a backup for Larry Bird, he would have been even better because he would have been learning from one of the greatest players of all time at his right. position. Right. Yeah. Damn. So. Now, yeah, I, I changed my answer. It's definitely Lynn Bias. I was going to say Derrick Rose, but I didn't think about Lynn Bias. Lynn Bias is a dog. Yeah, but oh. I think Derrick Rose would have... He could be the second, though. Derrick yeah. Rose is I think Derrick Rose had the potential to possibly be not I don't know if he would have taken over LeBron's spot as the number one player but he definitely could have had the the Stephen Curry effect I mean when you say what if story I think that I mean you could argue the biggest what if story could be what if Kobe and Shaq got along they could have won like seven oh yeah yeah yeah. Like, there's a lot of what if stories. What if Michael ja- Michael Jordan never retired? Um, there's a lot of what if stories kind of broad. I think, I mean, I think Derrick Rose is a good what yeah. if story. I think when but I, I don't know if he's the best. Like even what if Melo went to the Bulls, or what if Melo got drafted by the Pistons? Right, right. There's a lot of amazing what if stories in the NBA. So I don't know if I can say he's the best what if, but he's definitely. A good what if story. Yeah, I think when, if I mean, I I would say that like in terms of what if individuals, like in, in terms of individual stories, not like a team. I think he's he's up there with Lin Bias. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, what if you could build the perfect basketball player? What players' qualities would you give him? Okay. Um, I will give him the the length, the length of the length and shooting of uh, Kevin Durant, of course. Uh, the handle of Kyrie Irving. I see. No, I give him the length of Kevin Durant. I give him the shooting of who I want the shooting of. I'm trying to think, Steph or Dame. <laughs> <laughs> I give him the shooting of Steph Curry. Oh, I thought you were gonna give it to Dame. <laughs> I mean, you know I love Dame, but I gotta give the I gotta give this the edge. I mean Steph's still the greatest shooter. Um I gotta give the shooting to Steph. Um I'll give him the fourth quarter prowess of Damian Lillard. Um I'll give him LeBron's passing the instinct. Um LeBron's knowledge of the game. Um, Jordan's mid range. Uh, Gary Payton's defensive, you know, defensive mindset, skill set, and uh, and just for flash, <laughs> Vince Carter's dunking ability, just so he's dunking on heads. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Jay, man. And black skin. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta be black. All right. <laughs> I I will say 
just give me LeBron with Steph shooting and Scottie Pippen's defense and and Stephen shoot Stephen Curry's free throws. Man, that's fair. That's fair. Because LeBron's damn near almost the most perfect basketball player ever. <laughs> I mean, you just missing. You just missing free throws. My player will have terrible free throw shooting. Just so, just so they give him something to improve. So on. my player will have terrible free throw shooting, but he'll have Jordan's sense of one of revenge on everything. So when they talk bad about him, he'll be like, I took that personally. <laughs> he, he, he dropped sixty the next night. Yeah, <laughs> he's just gonna late game foul you. It, it's all right, but we gonna have he gonna have seventy in the game. <laughs> he had he got Dame fourth quarter, so he. He pulling from half before they have a chance to foul him. Yeah. Okay, he has Dame range. I knew I got. I knew I was to put Dame in there somewhere. He got Dame range. Yeah, you had to put Dame in there. All right. All right, solid players, solid players. All right, we don't have. But he uh... can't shoot free throws. He like a. <laughs> he like a. He like a sixty-four percent free throw shooter. Damn. Why you wait? wait yeah, why are you making him? Why you? Why you? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, why is he? So bad Skip Bayless would be like, so Skip Bayless, he cannot be the greatest. So Skip Bayless can hate on him, and it, that gives him motivation every night to go harder. Because if he's the best at everything, then everybody's saying he's the best. Then he got makeup things about how Jordan had to make up. Oh, you want? But, uh you want him to stay motivated? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his motivation is that he can't shoot free throws. Yeah, that's why I'm keeping my that's why I'm keeping my man LeBron because somebody gonna find something. They gonna find yeah, something. They that's don't true. Somebody play. always gonna find something regardless, you know. But I feel like when they can't find something with your game, then they go into your personal life, and that's why the the whole Michael Jordan gambling thing comes up. Yeah, but it's like that's true. Yeah, that's a great point. A great point. All right, so I I rather him be a bad free throw shooter. So you know, it just sticks to the game. But he just has to get better with free throw shooting. <laughs> So it's mental right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but all right, y'all. We don't have any teams or players of the week because the NBA was off for a week. And right. then obviously there's no football. So we are at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, the great show. Um, went smooth. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys can find us on IG. Make sure you follow our page and um, you'll get updates. It comes out every Saturday. Yeah, man. Follow the double E B B S P podcast on Instagram. E E B B S P baby. Yes, sir. Well, it's not baby, but you know. Yes, sir. E E B B S P. Period, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Follow us, like us. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, we um. We should get more interactive on the, on on the page, you know, ask questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking yeah, about ooh. um, I'm thinking about like cutting um, cutting the show and then making clips and like just posting it just so we can reach more people. Right, right, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, maybe maybe adding like polls and stuff. Just 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 to see what the audience is thinking about. You know, what what they how they feel about our takes. Yeah, got you. you. Know? Yeah. Um, got you, got you. Yeah, but. Thanks for listening. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next next Saturday with who, you know, either it's just us or it might be a guest. You never know. You never know. But until then, Alrighty. I'll see y'all later. Peace. Deuces. Peace, peace. peace.